This song is called Baltimore. Two. the chain link fence and the guard dog came forward to attack me I knew you were coming home Welcome to Distant Stations Episode 2 This is my well chat with a lovely young man from the United States of America called uh, Jimmy Price uh, It's quite a long chat, I hope it's okay and uh, I couldn't find a, 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 a proper audio clip of Baltimore by the extra blends seems to be way off the map so we've got some weird live version just to leave us in you can hear it now still probably just fading out now anyway this is my chat with Jimmy and I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you next time here on Distant Stations okay we're here with uh, Jimmy Price the price is right how are you my man <laughs> doing, doing very well how about yourself yeah not bad it's uh, it is a sweltering day here in Leeds yeah uh, 32 degrees which is wild for us yeah yeah it's been pretty brutal this summer it's been pretty it's, and it's gonna continue that, yeah. gonna continue to be i think unfortunately yeah. so what what town are you in uh so i am about an hour out of uh baltimore uh i'm in uh frederick uh maryland so um it's a little like a kind of like a scaled down version of uh baltimore in terms of like size but uh yeah it's a pretty nice little area so yeah I'm just having a look now okay I yeah see. Oh, you're in the nice bin. <laughs> so what's uh, what would be, you know, th- th- we need a, a song for the intro music, and I always try and think of what would be the closest Mountain Goats reference to where you are. So I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the Extra Lens record. Uh, yes. It's not it's not a Mountain Goats proper song, but uh, it counts, they do have they do have a song called Baltimore that uh, is of is really be- really beautiful and uh, kind of like weirdly fits my story you remember what you're looking for yeah 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 for sure so there you go that's cheating a little bit on the second episode but well yeah i mean you i'm cool uh, either way whatever uh anything else that pops up i'm, I'm good good oh, with that's you. perfect isn't it that's perfect yeah. <laughs> i was gonna have to drag up my list of going to place names yeah yeah i don't know where a lot of these places are yeah so yeah uh right let's get a let me get my uh my little prep sheet up so uh, if you just if you just want to tell us a bit about, so you're from Maryland near Frederick. Yes. Uh, how old are you? What do you do? What do you like doing? That sort of thing. Just uh, so let's see. I am 32. Um, I just work in uh, just kind of like a boring uh, finance job. Um, I am just, you know, very into, very into music, uh, very into uh, pro wrestling. <laughs> um and uh yeah just uh, I'm, I'm kind of you know i got a i got i got some really great friends um that i grew up with that i'm close with um i have a uh, family i've got um uh four kids and um uh, me and my partner uh just live here and we you know we raise the kids um so yeah i don't really you know go out much you know i just kind of kind of a shut-in um but yeah love love music love wrestling love comedy uh yeah that's strange because I'm also a big wrestling geek. Oh, um, here we go. Yeah. And Let's, I just right, this is now, for a bit. We're now going to talk beat the champ for the entirety of the podcast. <laughs> well, we can definitely do that. Just, <laughs> well, we'll get into that. So that's lined up in the questions. So what's, um, 
well, hang on, before that, AEW or WWE? Uh, if I have to pick one, AEW, uh, but uh, with the recent uh, uh, revolution in uh, WWE uh, with uh, the old man no longer being there, they're sort of picking up steam. So yeah, we'll see, good, right? Yeah, good time to be good time to be a fan. And when people are allowed back in Japan, we can start watching New Japan again. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be nice. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, we're gonna. A lot of Mountain Guts fans have just tuned in and like. What the fuck? <laughs> so, do you remember the first time you heard the Mountain Goats? I do. Uh, so I think the, the the first time I actually heard the Mountain Goats at all was the uh, friend of mine. I was I'm a big Neutral Milk Hotel fan, and a friend of mine sent um, me uh, audio of John covering Two Headed Boy, and um, that's a really good cover. And then so like. Uh, this is like 2011 and um, I'm kind of like, I hear a lot about the mountain goats, but I haven't really dove in, you know, and you kind of like, I have the experience of going on Wikipedia and you look at the discography and even back in 2011, it's so, it's, it's so today, immense. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, ended up, I messaged one of my friends who was into them and, you know, just asked, you know, where, where, where do I start? You know? Um, and they recommended me the, uh, the Holy Trinity of, uh, Tallahassee, all hail West Texas and the sunset tree. Um, yeah. so, so that was my, that was my jumping off point. And I was pretty much hooked as soon as like, like literally I was, I was living in small town in Virginia at the time, working at a, at an old movie theater and the first mountain goats album, um, I put on it's Tallahassee and like, literally like the lyric, uh, the moon sputtering the sky, like film caught in a projector. Like, I'm just like, okay, well I'm, I'm hooked now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was, that was my jumping off point. And I've just, I just dove in and they've been one of my favorite bands, like probably like one A and one B them and against me have, they've been my favorite band against since me, that point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. As uh, so what year would this be? Like, so if you, let's see if sunset, she was out. I'm Two thousand five or six? Yeah. So for for me, it was twenty eleven when I first listened to it. So right. yeah. So like so that all Eternals deck probably came out either just before or just after um, I first started listening to those other albums. So I didn't. I, I got to it, but I got to it a little bit later. Um, so like my first like experience of like being hyped up for a new Mountain Goats release was Transcendental Youth, which I'll go into a little bit more later. <laughs> yeah, of course. So that's so you would did you go? From those three, did you go backwards into the nineties, or did you catch up to where you were and then go back from there? Do you know what I mean? Did you go like to Coroners and Gambit in that way? Yeah, yeah. So I I, I love Coroners Gambit. Um, a lot of the nine, a lot of like the nineties stuff. I like, I, I I listen to it and I appreciate it, but I I just never like quite connected with a lot of it. I guess. Um, and you know it's it, it's all it's all great stuff um but yeah i, I sort of like I, I did go back to corners gambit but i've sort of been more of like a you know studio era head i guess than you know some of the earlier earlier stuff though i do appreciate it yeah right and you still and you still like you haven't dropped off in any way you still keep you still you know no excited. yeah 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 absolutely yeah i've been i've been on board the whole time <laughs> That's yeah. That seems to be the way, right? I yeah, I yeah. think I know anyone who's like, yeah, I used to listen to them, but eh. yeah, yeah, you're either in or you're out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's weird is as well, like I got into Neutral Milk Hotel the opposite way. I think, well, not through a cover, but I think you know because you always on Spotify are the suggestions. Mm-hmm. Mountain Goats and Neutral Milk always seem linked for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I think I did it the other way. I was like, all right, I will have a listen because everyone's telling me that I like this, and mm-hmm. then I did. Yeah, like. Uh, 
Aeroplane, of course, that's the album. Um, yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's that's yeah, classic, classic stuff. Right. So I hope you've uh I, I did give Jimmy some uh some a tip off on what we were gonna be discussing. So uh, you have your list for your top five albums, do you? I I do, I do. do. All right. So All right, uh, uh I was gonna do a drum roll, but I haven't got a drum, so we'll <laughs> imagine it. All right. Uh so di- disclaimer up top. I mean this this changes day to day yeah week to week so like if i if i um yeah if i do this again you know tomorrow it might be different but no you can't uh, change it's on the record now forever oh yeah now yeah it's committed to <laughs> yeah, committed audio yeah. um they're gonna be like what is wrong with this guy because i i think this might uh <laughs> raise some eyebrows but really? here's my list Interesting. yeah all right so uh number five uh we shall all be healed um just be- beautiful record um That's as somebody four, yeah yeah, number four. My number two. It's my number two. Sorry. Oh, it's your number two. Okay, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, just beautiful, like consistent, top to bottom. Um, and as somebody who has uh, dealt with uh, substance abuse in the past, it's you know definitely uh, very personal for me and helped me through some 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 dark places. Um, right. So I number, I think it's a really, in retrospect, because I guess at that time that was only like the what the second studio album yes yeah so it was 2004 yeah yeah but like looking back that one's like it's a really experimental record it is yeah yeah there's a lot going on 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 there a lot of lot of like uh interesting um songs like i'm trying to i i should have pull this up but the uh the song um that's sort of like from the point of view of somebody who's just hopped up on sugar all the time um Oh, uh, all along the seething coast. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, that one. That one's a really interesting song. You know, I used um, to hate that. I used to hate that song. Really? Yeah, yeah that, that was I, a, that was a skip for you. Uh, yeah, every yeah. every album seems to have a, like one song. I'm just like, oh, God, this one again. And then yeah. after a little while, I'm like, oh, little. I think it was the talking. I had to make my peace with the. Yeah, yeah, it's a little a little different. Um, but yeah, I I, I kind of had the same reaction at first, but I, I grew to really love that song. Um, but I'm the same as you. Like I, there's usually like two songs and one or two songs, and they're usually like toward the middle of the record. That I'm like, oh, let's, you know, <laughs> inter- like intermission yeah. time, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, all we we shall all be healed is, um, and then you get to the end with uh, with Cotton and Against Pollution. Uh, oh my lovely. god, against Against Pollution. I might have to edit my top five songs to throw that in there because <laughs> that's like so uh, good. Pigs, right? As well. Pigs. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it's great, great stuff. That is a great record. I think that was like the second I had. Or I think second. Yeah, I think that was the second one I got actually. Nice, nice. Yeah, I was always blown away because in the in the liner notes, it's like lists. One of them says Chavo Guerrero, <laughs> and I remember these doing back in the days of uh, the the Mountain Goats message board. John used to turn up. Yeah. And I, uh-huh. <laughs> and I asked like Chavo Guerrero, like I didn't realize that his dad was you know wasn't big into the history then. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Do you mean Shavagrava Junior from the <laughs> was like, no, his dad. And I was like, ah, right. <laughs> no idea what that meant. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's awesome. Happy days. Number four, what are we going with? All right, number four, all hail West Texas. Nice. Yes. Has has to be in the top five. Um yeah, I mean, what what can what can I say that hasn't been said about about the about this album? And uh it's just uh it's like a it's such a cool like distillation i guess of like all the everything that he'd worked on in the 90s like on the on the you know the panasonic uh leading up to like this like perfect record um i just uh i love it 
Um, my top song on there is probably uh, Absolute Lithops Effect. Um, I just think that's a that's a beautiful, beautiful song about just growing, uh, you know, and 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 conditions that aren't aren't the best. Um, yeah, top to bottom. I mean, so many so many of the classics are in that one too. You know, all, yeah. um, best ever uh, death metal band out of Denton. Uh, Color in your cheeks, it's Jenny. Uh, oh my god yeah yeah so good yeah he still plays a lot of that now doesn't he he does yeah yeah I, although i haven't i haven't uh uh denton i think is a rarity these days i've never i don't think i've ever seen him play uh denton but uh yeah he he, he definitely goes back to to a lot of those tunes i feel like i've seen that quite a, maybe it's like a treat yeah it, yeah and i my the first time i saw him live was 2012 so i think it was more frequent like in the mid to late 2000s Probably yeah, makes sense. Most of the YouTube videos I see of him playing it are from that era. Yeah, it's always a a nice moment with the the hail Satan. Yeah, so for sure, for sure. Just looking at yeah, that is thing is I think I may have uh, not overplayed, but I was wondering if I skip these. But I think I made no, I don't, I don't skip any of these. Never mind. Yeah, it, head, it, yeah, I've got a little too used to it, but now I look, I don't ever skip these. Yeah, I hear what you're saying because it is an album that, like, if you, if I, I go through, like, I listen to it, you know, frequently, and then I kind of got to take a break from it. Um, but yeah, there, there's, you know, uh, for me, that's like a, a no skip album for sure. Is that blues in Dallas? Uh, yeah, that's a little weird with the, <laughs> the little no keyboard. business being formed. A little keyboard loop. Like... Yeah, yeah, it, it goes on, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. So we've got We Shall All Be Healed. Then we've got. All hell, West Texas. Number three, where are we going? Uh, the Sunset Tree. The Sunset Tree. Yes. That was my number four, wasn't it? We've got very similar. It's the same era, isn't it? Me and you were swimming around in here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is all like in that, you know, 2002 to 2005 range. Um, uh, yeah, and these are, you know, uh, obviously the two, the last two I mentioned were among the first three albums I listened to. Um so that definitely definitely imprinted on me. Um, but yeah, the Sunset Tree, uh, just so so powerful. Um, you know, I, I think I've I've heard John say in interviews that like this was like you know the album that he was like kind of put on Earth to make. I think was the way he, he described it. And um, right, it 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 really you know comes across. And you know, I um, you know a, a lot of a lot of the stuff about you know growing up and then you know like issues like that. I mean, resonate with me in terms of like parental situations, stuff like that. I'm not going to get too, too deep into it, but it, it's just a really, really powerful record. Um, and just really interesting musically too. I mean, um, you look at like the, the, the strings on uh, the lauded and um, I'm glad you said it first. Cause I still have no idea how to pronounce that. I think I, I might've mispronounced it, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> it's like a, it's a drug, right? It is. Yeah. It's like a, um, it's like an older, um, sort of uh painkiller like along the lines of like not like along the lines of morphine and i'm not sure what the you know how related the two are but it's something that is not used as much i think because it you know had a such a you know lasting you know effect on certain people in terms of uh, of addiction and stuff like that i think um i don't know the full history but uh yeah the uh the the strings on that are, are it's are, a weird arrangement yeah 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 it's, it's, the timing it, seems strange dun, 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 yeah it's yeah yeah the, it's, it, the guitar version doesn't have a, that jarring feel to it somehow yeah i haven't i 
I'm trying to think if I've seen, I know I haven't seen him play that live. Um, but I, I, you know, mentioning against me earlier, I know, uh, you know, Laura Jane Grace, uh, covered, covered that song quite a bit, um, on one of her solo tours. Um, and when I've heard her play it, it's got like more of like a punk edge to it, which is really cool, which kind of works with that, with the rhythm that you were talking about with like the, you know, you know, in the stop there. So, um, and Dina Lapati's bones is another one that, that I think sonically is really intriguing as well. Well, that was, I wanted to name the podcast, Dino you know, the party's bones. Cause of, yeah. you know, broadcast all that dark dreams and all that, but yeah, distance stations was a better shout to be fair, but yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I know the sunset tree is another one that I've heard so many times. That I probably don't notice how odd it is in retrospect, but yeah, the instrumentation on all the tracks is sort of mixes it up a lot, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it a lot of it goes back to just, you know, like the, you know, just like the bass acoustic stuff, but yeah, it's, it's, it's more interesting than I think like it, it would seem at face value, I suppose. Yeah. In fact, the, I'm trying to think, is there any songs on there that are just John and the guitar and all I can think of might be Dennis Brown. Dennis Brown. Oh, that has a bit. Yeah. At the end of it. I think so. Yeah. That's the most yeah. stripped down song that, well, besides, um, pale green things that's got yeah but that has the strings in the background too which are beautiful uh, that toward the end of the song i think but uh yeah uh just perfect record absolutely perfect well, it can't be the most perfect record well true left jimmy all right so, here's where here's where we get controversial <laughs> oh. all right number two the life of the world to come um I, yeah no i i can i can i can see it yeah, um, so I think a lot of people, understandably so, probably are turned off because of you know the the you know, the it's the Bible record, you know, um, right. and I am you know I don't I don't I'm not a uh, like a church going person. I don't um, you know consider myself a particular you know denomination or anything like that. I, I do have a you know, through recovery and everything, I, I, I consider myself a spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of that does, does speak to me, but, um, even beyond the, the, the themes of it, it's just such a, um, it's such a sad, sad, beautiful record. And I know I, I keep saying beautiful, but I mean, you know, um, it, it, it really is like, there's some of the, some of the darkest stuff, um, I think John's ever written is, is on that, especially once you get towards the end of the record. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's obviously very you know piano heavy. Um, also has one of my least favorite songs on it, which we'll get to later. Um, <laughs> okay. but, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it just, it, it just hits me in a place that's, um, hard to describe, but it, it's very, very impactful. I, I've always liked life of the world to come and it does sort of get tucked away somehow. And yeah, I'm not sure. If, Problem with this one is if you pull up the track list, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to, yeah, remember which is, I, I still get some of them mixed up, you know. Uh, yeah, the, Does he still play any of these? He might. Not, not as maybe. often. I, I um, The first time I saw him, he played the first track, which again, like the, with the, to your point with the song titles, they, it's hard to it's hard yes. to remember. Yes, he was starting with Samuel for a bit. Yes, yeah, and even, even as recently as a couple of tours ago, I think you're right. 
And, and I think that's a great, that's a great, like, um, I, I forget. I think he, he opened the acoustic set with it the first time I saw them live. And that's just such a, it's such a good song to, to open an acoustic set with, I think. Well, I think um, I've seen him do it, start with it on piano. And then the band comes in at the end. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think, I, I think I've seen, I know I've seen them do that on, on other songs. I don't know if I've seen uh, them do that on, um, on that particular one. Um, but yeah, just, uh, it, it's very like, it's very tense and it builds and then it leads into the next track, which is such a rocker. Yeah. Um, and then like, it kind of, you know, you dial it back down, um, from there and you get into more of the piano heavy stuff, but yeah, it, it, it hits me in a very, uh, in a very real place for sure. So I, I had to, I had to put it up there. Yeah. Did you get the DVD? Uh, so I didn't get the DVD. Uh, I've seen it on, uh, on YouTube and that's just, um, it's just, it's 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 lovely um and uh, i hope i'm getting her name is it rachel that was yeah yeah the former yeah his former bandmate who comes comes back in for that that such a cool moment um and i love that it was it was it was shot and directed by ryan johnson and i love that ryan johnson and uh 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 john are, are so uh so close that's such a cool uh you know friendship yeah. you know across across worlds artistically some cool bonus tracks on this record as well. And the Enoch's like, uh, I've seen that live a few times. I think John had a real soft spot for that song. Yes, yes. And my other favorite of In Flux would be the, the Daniel one. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, who casts his... He'll never do so on his own. I know, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I, I, and I should... And I've got this number two on my top five, so I probably sound like a, a real... Uh, uh, dumb dumb for not knowing all the all the tracks front and back in terms of the titles but um yeah i, I know i know that one too it's hard with the track listing on this one Here's yeah in fact i just remembered i have not listened to matthew twenty five twenty one since my grandma died about eight years ago like, oh man no not touching that yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry oh, sorry grandma's yeah. up. it's kind of the job yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh wow we're at the top spot jimmy all I'm right. Excited. I'm excited, although I might have been given a clue earlier. Now I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're. I think we're on the same page. Transcendental Youth, uh, number one for me. Um, I think you mentioned this on on the uh, on the first I episode. Did because I was convinced I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, I, I meant um, <laughs> just. I, I. I mean, that's totally totally cool. Uh, but I like. I, I think more like the like the concept of like the first new one that you listen to, like the first time, like after you get into the band and like, you're really gearing up for a new release, um, kind of sticks with you. Um, and I think that that has a lot to do with, um, you know, with why that is my, why that's still my, my favorite record, but uh, also just, you know, kind of goes back to a lot of the same themes as, uh, we shall be healed. Um, and I love, you know, the incorporation of the horns, um, is, is just such a you know this is you know pre uh pre matty bones um yeah. but yeah the incorporation of the horns just i think opened things up for them so much and i um uh, top to bottom just just uh such a great record um i think yeah. what it might be is i think i i'm not keen on amy yeah and i love amy i love i love i love both parts of amy so like um yeah, yeah I mean, i've actually I'm considering like uh, my I'm my next tattoo, which is only going to be my my second tattoo. But uh, I'm going to get something Mountain Goats related. And I'm I'm thinking it's going to be you know just just stay alive with. I've seen some different designs online, and I kind of want to come up with my own. Um, 
but yeah, I think that would, that would be the way, the direction I would go with that. In even more garish hues. Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Uh, just looking at the track list and on that again, like I say, I, I always had it in my head that it was one of my least favorite because Lakeside's one of my favorite Mountain Goat songs ever, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a powerful song that oh, is. Cry for Judas as well. I love Harlem Roulette. That's one of those. It's like a fun one, but it's not. There's one I'm, I never really cared for. Car, Kind of Florida place. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's my least favorite track on the album by by a mile. <laughs> yes, it's a little yeah, but yeah. Again, like the worst Mountain Goat track on an album, still better than most bands' career. Absolutely, so, absolutely, yeah. Um, in memory of Satan is is one of my one of my favorites. Uh, that's just uh, that one really gets me. And well, yeah, I got some more in that in a bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's still like I and I I come back to it and I'm like, yeah, this is like I put it on. I'm like, this is still my favorite record. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So like a, a lot of like you know two through five can can change, but I think Transcendental Youth for me will always probably be number one. Do you have like uh this is when the vinyl started getting really fancy as well, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Is it I don't think I have it. No, I don't have transcendental vinyl. So I yeah, I do have it on vinyl. Um and I'm trying to remember if it was like a different um like colors and stuff. Color, yeah. I, I don't I don't think it was. I think I, I think it was just like this the standard black. Oh, um maybe it was just after this thing. Yeah. Transcendental youth vinyl. It's good this, isn't it, where we just Google things. <laughs> hope people listen. That's hey, that's the how, how podcasting works <laughs> in, in my in my experience. Merge records, they'll tell us. Oh no, would Jesus, this record came out a decade ago. I know, right. I know. Yeah, it is. It's, it still feels so recent. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't see yeah. the colors on here, but yeah, and it's a fall fall release, so this is always like one of those like it's a fall record for me. Like I listen to it all year, but it really like Gives me that nice, uh, cool, crisp feeling. Uh, I just, I just associate it with uh, with with fall so much. There you go. Right. So I'm going to start keeping a tally of these, aren't I? Then we'll have a, yeah. uh, So top five songs, Asterix right now because yeah, yeah, and the these are definitely more prone to to you know switching up uh, than than the albums. But uh, uh, number five, uh, recent one. I think it's a beautiful song. Um, Picture of my dress off of uh, getting into knives. Uh, great song. It is. Like it, I've, I've become every time like, I've now I can sing along with it. Yeah, it's my. I think that's my favorite probably of the last few records. Yeah, and it, it sneaks up on you in terms of just, just like what a what a powerful song it is. Yeah, it was something to do with like a tweet you saw or something. Yeah, so apparently there there was a um, a woman who. Uh, had had been through a divorce, I think, and like f- tracked down her wedding dress and just like posted. She would just travel across the country and just like post pictures of her dress. Um, I think is the backstory, um, which is really interesting. And and just like it, it's it it's such a credit to John how he can just like take some you know take a story like that and just like capture it so perfectly. And and you listen to that song and it's like it's it's a, you know it's a nice little song and then it like. But then it works up to like the end where it says, um, where he's the lyric is, I think, um, it's going to take a while. Something special that you took from me, it could yeah. be hiding and yeah, or maybe it's gone. And then when they hit that, 
Some when, pause before, or maybe it's gone. Or maybe it's gone. That little yeah. that little piano bit there, like, oh, stabs me in the heart every time. Love it. Um, was this the was this the first track that was put out before? Was it on Knives, right? Yeah, I think it was. I want to say it was like the second single after uh, Get Famous. You're right. You're right. It yeah. was because I remember being very disappointed in this when I first. Heard it. It was, yeah, it took it took me a while to for that one to grow on me, and it's still you know not not one of my favorites, but I do I love. I love that um, "Get Famous" is a fun little rocker, and uh, but the other song, uh, the the title track, I think is 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 great. Um, well, you remember this was on my list of records. I'm not sure I like until I looked at the. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, so that, I'm putting that one in, in number five, uh, and I put it like tied with uh, "Absolute Lithops Effect" because I, I had to include that too. So I'm cheating a little bit. Um, <laughs> Number four, Up the Wolves, uh, just classic, classic song, just perfect sing-along energy and just... Um, do you do like me and drop an octave when it gets to the end? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, number three, I have uh, Hebrews 1140, uh, which I do know, I, I am familiar with that. I can n- name that title. Um, this is the... Uh, the um, uh, the song on um, Life of the World to Come, of course, where, it, sorry, I'm having a brain fart right now, but uh, the, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be restored is, is the, uh, is the oh, refrain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that song's just gotten me through uh, similar to absolute lithops effect. I think that's a real, like, kind of like personal growth type of, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get through this no matter what I'm going to, you know, make it through this year if it kills me. Huh? Um, uh, yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, it's got it's got that energy, and it's it's got me through some dark places. So I have to include it. Um, I need to find the lyrics now because it's hard to. I've got that refrain in my head, but now I can't. Oh, yeah, mask, get, masks hanging on the two mall. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just just yeah, just that 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 feeling of uh, just personal resolve and like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get through this. Uh, that so many, so many of their, their songs come back to that. And that's why it's so, I think they're such a, you know, it's such a meaningful band for, for, for every, for all, all, all the fans who are into it. Um, just because it, you know, just that, that feeling of like when you're really going through it, you know, it, it just helps some, their music helps so much. Um, and let me know if I'm going too fast. I'm, I'm trying to like, not trying to no, gauge. No, like, I've yeah, just got yeah. the 10 minute warning on, <laughs> oh yeah sorry <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll do another one it's fine yeah uh, i was gonna say it's got one of these lines in that john likes to do where amidst all the imagery and metaphor sometimes he just says it right down the middle what it's like yeah i don't want to hurt anyone probably gonna have to before it's all done yeah I mean, like sometimes it's all flowers and metaphor and sometimes right. he just says it absolutely yeah yeah he's got a way of just like knowing when to do that doesn't he uh yeah. yeah just great great stuff um speaking of dark places number two for me wild sage the oh, nice. opener get lonely yeah opener on get lonely um uh it's hard for me to describe i mean i think so get lonely um is a record that as i was getting into the mountain goats i kind of listened to once or twice and didn't didn't listen to it a lot. I think subconsciously, I was like, I, I'm going to need this one day. <laughs> like, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to need this record. 
uh, let me put it in the uh, break in case of emergency, uh, you know, behind the glass. And sure enough, I did. Um, and so uh, there's a particular summer where I uh, needed to break the glass. And uh, this, this one, um, some of the, some of the most beautiful imagery, um, and you know, I'm a, I'll get into a little, a little bit of that with the lyrics, but just, um, you know, some of the, some of the metaphors and stuff in that song and just, um, and then, and then to your point, like you just said, at the end, you know, with, with, you know, just putting it out there, um, you know, if somebody asks if I'm okay, I don't know what to say. Um, yeah. can't get any more plain than that, but like, it's just, uh, I never understood the marbles being thrown against a mirror line. I don't understand it either, but for, for, <laughs> for some reason it resonates with me. Like yeah. that's one of my, one of my favorite lyrics. Um, I just like, I, I mean, I can, I can hear the sound of marbles against a mirror in my head. Um, I don't know exactly how it connects, but just some, somehow it just works, you know? Yeah. Uh, like for for me, for tone. me at least. Yeah. And like, it sets the tone for the album as well. That song and that this guy's, he's, he's just done and he's not, he's given up. Yeah. But then he thinks he can't get worse and it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose yeah. if you had to read a narrative into it, I mean, cause he really yeah. is done at the end, I suppose, isn't he? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's just, and one of my my favorite things about that record is like the um i don't know if it was an interview or if it was just like a story that was told but you know this famous quote about somebody coming up to him and being like yeah, i don't really understand get lonely i'm not I'm, i don't know what it is and john asked the asked the guy he's like do you have a girlfriend and he said yeah he's, and then john said i hope i hope she leaves you and then you'll understand the record <laughs> um it's just a great great bit from him um and then uh, number one top five songs as of as of today, August fourteenth, uh, is "Cry for Judas." Um, usually, some it's usually something from Transcendental Youth, and uh, this this one is just like the horns are so perfect. Um, it's got such a it's such an up tempo like um, like kind of like a rocker of a song that is like so incredibly dark lyrically. Um, and as somebody who is you know dealt. You know, I've dealt with some some of my my issues of the year of like you know self destruction, self sabotage. It's you know it, it, it um, you know well, luckily I'm 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 in a better place now. But like it, it just like I, I I just I hear those lyrics and I, I I see myself. I hear myself in in, in a lot of it. Yeah, what's the, my favorite? Well, my one favorite line in that just because it's cool is uh, the unfold the black velvet all the cloth drop yeah like, back from it because when you learn how to sing that properly it's fucking badass <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't i didn't know that I, I, it took me a while to like like i had to like look up the lyrics and I'm like okay all right i get it now <laughs> yeah and then the, yeah. the line after as well mystery or all about long enough and this is what you get I'm yeah like that's that. that's oh that's heavy all, all on its own yeah um yeah just great, great great song and you know goes back to you know it's like the first the first lead single of like the first new album that i was getting into um before its release so yeah right that was a great video oh amazing video yeah i love that um yeah with uh yeah uh peter and like yeah playing yeah it's such an interesting i need to go back and watch it i haven't watched it in years um i feel like the videos don't get no one ever seems to talk about the videos yeah they they have consistently really really strong music videos um i uh the one, the one for training montage that they just put out is 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 a hoot. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've 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 had a lot of really really good music videos that yeah, to your point, aren't aren't celebrated very much. 
Yeah, and the uh, the Get Famous one was pretty fun. Yeah, that's that? funny. <laughs> the, the bobblehead. Yeah. Yeah. Led into Shava Guerrero while he's doing the CM Punk thing. And- yeah, and unfortunately, that one is hard to go back and watch now because, uh, you know, piece of shit uh, is in that video. Real monster. We're not gonna not gonna say his name, but you know, um, oh, I've forgotten who's in that video now. Yeah, he's not. He's not. And there's a lot of like other other workers and stuff in it, and it's it's a fun video. But yeah, he's he's featured somewhat prominently in it. Hang on, so. I don't even know what we're talking about. Uh, hang on. If you don't want to say his name, I'm gonna. Oh yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's it's, it's Joey Ryan, you know. Oh right. Yeah. I Joey Ryan was in there. Yeah, yeah, he's a real, he's a real monster. But yeah, that's a great video too. Um, we don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the videos. I'm trying to think what the videos. The this this is the channel. The first one I saw was the video for for this year, and that might have been the first one that they did. Uh, that, I think, I that's think like that, the biggest. I feel like that's the one that. Yeah. And that's such a cool video because it, it actually opens with the, the opening strings from uh, Delauded. And then, and I think that's like a really cool, like, you know, kind of like a little mashup. But yeah, they're like, they're being held hostage and playing. And it just like captures like the energy of that era very well, I think. Yeah, right. As and somebody was... who wasn't around in that era, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think there was, there was another one. What was the one after that? There would have been, oh, um, welcome to you. Oh yeah, that's a that's video. that's the the hair video. <laughs> yeah, that's the one with where you know John's kind of got that uh got that interesting little in between you know kind of growing <laughs> yeah. the hair out. It is like a, it's the thing a, going in the TVs now. I think that's a cool concept. Yeah, it is. It is a nice video. Yeah, yeah. And then there was what was the um... oh come on Brian opening track on was it Heretic Pride. I am. Oh, uh, Sax Romer. Sax Romer. Thank you. Yeah, that that one's really cool as well. Yeah, yeah. They're doing a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, with their videos. They don't get no respect. Yeah, it's a dying art form, and they're trying to you know trying to prop it up. But there you go. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What's like? Oh, any favorite individual lines or couplet or you know whatever you call it? Absolutely. Go go on. Hit me. Yeah, so uh, I touched on a couple of them. I um, in, in Wild Sage, um, uh, somebody asked if I'm okay. I don't know what to say. Simple, powerful, and I also I, oddly the the angels uh, in my ear like marbles thrown against the mirror. Again, just clicks for me for some reason. But those are actually ones that I had already I had noted there um, for this for this topic. Um, Something the opening line for cry to uh cry for Judas again, like I mentioned, uh just kind of hits me with some of the struggles that I've, I've 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 dealt with. Uh some things you do just to see how bad they'll make you feel. Right. Yeah. Um he, he's got a he, John, I mean, can't I mean you could, we could sing his praises, yeah. I mean we and we are, but like uh, like he's <laughs> yeah. he's just got like such a, a way of of having that opening line just just grab you. Um He's just a you know genius you know writer in in that respect and in, in all respects really, um, so many good like just like opening lines. I don't know if there's any that that stick out for you or just like scrabby from the very beginning. Um, again, like you say, you could probably pick about eight off every record. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah, that's a, it's sort of a trademark of his, I guess. I feel like there's one really obvious one. Uh, uh, I can't. It might come to me later, and I'll have to. I'll edit myself in and act like we talked <laughs> about it. But, yeah. uh, um, also off of um, 
transcendental youth. Uh, this is sort of, a, it's almost like it's its own verse, but um, make some scratches on my floor, crawl down on my hands and knees. In old movies, people scream, choking on their fist when they see shadows like these. But no one screams because it's just me locked up in myself, never going to get free. Um, I don't think I'd ever consider that line before, but yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, That's yeah, wild, it, isn't it? yeah, it is, it is, yeah, and 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 again, like so much of what what drew me into the band is you know just you know working through you know working through you know all these you know problems and you know working on my mental health and and just um so when I hear hear something like that it it just yeah you know, and and I'm sure you know everybody you know has the same experience with different you know different different lines you know just just really uh. Just get you, um, and that's 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 one that, that always gets me for sure. There's another one of those just saying it playing lines in there as well, isn't there? No one screams because yeah. it's just me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and I mean, yeah, like working from like the, you know, like from the metaphor of like you know, you know, in you know, in old movies and and that sort of thing, and then just just coming out and saying it. Um, yeah, it starts back to reality when it's that it's just just someone on their own, really. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the classic John Darnielle one-two punch. Yeah, little 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 jab with the metaphor, and then left hook knockout. <laughs> yeah, just putting it putting it plainly. <laughs> I will try hard not to scream. That's just reminded me of that lyric as well. Oh uh, yes, yes, that's a great line as well because he's like, "I'll try. I'm not promising anything." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not in a position to make any promises right now. <laughs> Yeah, so th- that was that was two there. Have you got any more before we uh, get into the controversial section? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. I mean, there, there's you know some so many. You know, I mean, I'm I'm sort of like a um, uh, when I listen to music, I, I kind of like key in on the lyrics first. Um, so yeah. there, I mean, there's so so many that that just resonate deeply with me. But I'll I'll leave it at that in the uh, in the interest of time. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Actually, we're not doing that. We're doing underrated albums first. All right. I think, yeah. I think you've actually got a couple in your top. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so in in the top five, and it's an it's an interesting question, and and I don't. Um, I used to be more active in like the uh, the online groups and stuff. Mm. Um, so I, I haven't been recently. Uh, you know, aside from that's you know, of course, how we how we ended up recording this morning, but. Um, I'm not as active, uh, so I don't know. Like, I don't see like you know the discourse, you know, as much as I used to. But I think really you could make a case for like any album besides Sunset Tree, Tallahassee, All Hail West Texas, like the big three. That's um, true, isn't it? Yeah, that is. Yeah, true. I mean, we, we like I think you probably put We Shall All Be Healed as is probably held as as you know reverently as those. But um, for me, yeah, definitely in the top five. You know, transcendental youth and life of the world to come. I think for different reasons, um, you know, either sonically with transcendental youth or uh, um, thematically with the life of the world to come. Uh, you know, don't necessarily uh, get as much love. Um, I also have here outside of my top five for underrated uh, records. And I, I literally just went. <laughs> like, this is when I realized it because I was literally just like, "Oh yeah, that's an underrated, underrated record. That's an underrated record." But um, uh, "Get Lonely" um, that was on my yeah, that was on my yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's it's such a you know, it, it's a slower record, and it's an outlier, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one 
that you kind of you know have to sort of experience like i like i said before like the you know yeah you know break it out when you when you need it uh type of thing um heretic pride is such a such a rocking you know there's so many good rockers on that one and i i i guess like i mean i wasn't you know a fan at the time that it came out so i don't know no, how, how no was i to be honest i think yeah. it was i think it suffers a little from a central narrative or a strong theme that's true that's true yeah there isn't you can't really call it the this is the blank record you what know about whatever but if you look at the track listing on it yeah it's san bernardino autoclave so desperate craters on the moon lovecraft in brooklyn i mean it's, it's it's pretty consistent yeah absolutely yeah so let's start to finish and um michael myers resplendent at the end of the record too is yeah, just uh, lovely stuff oh great great stuff um uh beat the champ uh yeah, you know, we like I said, at the top we talked about how we're both wrestling fans, so we can you know get into like how how cool it was that 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 this, that this record exists. Well, um, that's when I became convinced I lived in a simulation because I'm like, <laughs> how could he, like he's in a, you know it's Black Sabbath wrestling like Jesus, right, right, yeah. I've written it, a book about masters of reality, and now he's writing a record about about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 remarkable. Um, I remember at the time. Uh, a friend of mine who is was is is a Mountain Goats fan, but not into wrestling. Um, I had posted something about the record and, and how excited I was for it, and, and he was like, "This must be like a fever dream for you." And I'm like, "Yes, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, right. absolutely." Um, but uh, is, it must be it's different for us because we're wrestling fans. Like it is. I wonder how, like, yeah, the general Mountain Goats were they like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Yeah, and and I I like from what I've experienced live. Um, they're definitely the fans are, are are here for it. I mean, I think for, oddly enough, foreign object is well, the one that objects huge. Yeah, yeah, they probably play that most often off the record, and that's you know that's just a fun sing along. Um, but yeah, I think you know it's it's probably not as um, I don't know if accessible is the word, but just not as like I, like when you listen to it as a non wrestling fan, it's probably not as you know enriching because we know the story of Bruiser Brody. We know like a song like exactly, Luna. Yeah. And we know yeah. what heel turn means, which yeah, else, even yeah. something and like that, we might be like, "What's and, this all about?" Yeah, and the little, the, yeah, just like the little, you know, jargon and and all the insider terms and well, not insider, but you know, all the wrestling terms uh, that you know non wrestling fans wouldn't get. And and a song that I've been listening to a lot lately off of that record is Luna. Um, That's, that was a grower for me. Yeah, I, it, me too. And and like a, a lot of like the 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 side you know side B songs on the record. I didn't get into as much at first. That's true. I'm just um, looking. I don't think I've listened to Fire Editorial in a long time. That's my least favorite. That's my skip track for for this for this one. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, Luna is just like you know that like knowing the story of of Luna Vachon and and the fire that he's singing about is an, a literal fire. You know, her house literally yeah. burned down. Um. It's just and, and like musically, it's just so beautiful and like the you know the refrain he keeps coming back to the pause in mid stride. And, you know, you could, I, I just picture her, you know, walking down the aisle and she would always do that. She would pause and just do that little snarl. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's, that's, that's a beautiful song. Um, yeah. I, I think it probably doesn't get enough love. Like oddly, similarly, probably to the, to, to life of the world to come. It's like, you know, um, thematically some people, you know, uh, yeah, might, just might, in- get off yeah yeah, turned off on you know just based on the theme but um great one and uh so 
I'm curious to get your take on this. So I, I would, the last thing I put was uh, most of the dad rock era, which I consider to be goths through getting into knives. Do you, how, what are you, what are your thoughts on you know, this rock, recent? Well, I saw, thought that the, the consensus is that beat the champ goths and dragons are like a sort of weird trilogy of like, that's true yeah i never like, thought of it like that but you're like right of john's past it's like a like a nostalgia trilogy oh man yeah that's 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 so true i never thought of it like that and then i always get knives and darkening mixed up because the, the same record <laughs> yeah they were recorded at the same time and yeah they're yeah they're they're there i mean I, I i use the the term dad rock lovingly because you know I, and, and it's funny because i i became a, a dad soon after goths um, <laughs> right. so i and you know i think that's just sort of like uh but the, you're you saying know, that's part of it goths and dragons you think it starts he, here though yeah yeah and and uh, i mean i think the way that you, you you mentioned the trilogy i think that that makes much more sense as like a as a frame um but yeah i think i think just like some like musically i think more so um yeah, the the two the two most recent ones of uh, getting into knives and um, dark in here. Uh, they, I don't know. I I think like sonically, it it was sort of like a sort of a shift. Um, but I I think that you know I I don't know. And and like I said, it goes back to um, you know I'm not discussing the mountain goats as much as I used to like online. So um, I don't know what. Oh yeah, I've know. never really I've never really gone there. This. It feels like a little bit, and this is with every fan base, obviously, the, mm-hmm. especially at the hardcore end. It's mm-hmm. always just a bit of that, you know, a bit of a pissing contest after a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm fine out of that. I don't. Yeah, there was a, a very uh, large Facebook group uh, that I'm not going to name that I was I was in for a while and I had to leave because I'm like, this is just getting this is a little too clicky. Um, but the one that we're that we're both part of, I think, is is very solid. Yeah, it's a nice um, balance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I don't know how, you know, to me, like I, I consider that sort of like a, a shift towards, you know, whatever the concept of my concept of, of dad rock is, but, uh, I, I, I think generally, I mean, they, I don't sure. know, just like songs, like I'm trying to think of an example of like, but I still think, I think when they're, when they're a little heavier, I think he's still, let me see, getting into knives, some getting into knives, but see, God's not a dad rock record at all. There's no guitar on it even. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> but see, that's one of me. I I was so against that record when it came out. Yeah, a lot of people like um a lot of people I think like just didn't couldn't get into it. Um it took me a while. Uh I, I do I, I love that record. I, I got to the point where I was listening to it all the time. Yeah, me too. But it yeah. took me it took me like a couple months after release to get to that point where I was like really connecting with it. Um very interesting record. Uh, that, but yeah, I, I would I would consider that underrated. But um, yeah, well, well, that leads us on nicely then to least favorite records. Okay, um, so th- in terms of like whole albums, I'm only going to put um, Dark in here. I think it's a great record. Um, the most recent one, I just didn't really like. And there are songs that songs that I really love on there. Um, but I, I think just as a, as a whole, I, I wasn't able to to really like. I want to you know put this on and listen to it start to finish over and over again like I usually am with a with a with the goats record. Um, I do have, you know, we talked about you know tracks that are that 
that are sort of like the skip tracks or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, songs, uh, Genesis 323, which is the third track on Life of the World to Come. Oh, is that I used, I used to live here? I used to live here. It's a bit twee, just, isn't it? Yeah, just not a lot going on, you know, musically or lyrically. Um, I've actually I've gone so far as to like I have a playlist of the life of the world to come without that song. <laughs> so I can <laughs> put that know. on when I want to listen to it. Yeah. Um it's just that it it's it's fine. It doesn't doesn't do a whole lot for me. Um Sicilian Crest. Interesting. A lot, a lot of people love this song. I I think it's it's a really good song, but it just I think the I think it has great verses. I think the chorus lets it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chorus is a, is a little repetitive, and uh, I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to kind of pinpoint. But I'm just like, like because it's like, you know, it's John and his bag, and it's very good. But it's like it's it's almost like maybe like, and, and you know, far be it for me to to offer any kind of criticism to you know a genius like John Darnielle. But it just seems like it it strikes me as maybe like kind of being on autopilot a little bit. Um, I know you mean the thing with that record was as well, because like, it was when he finally succumbed to letting producers get involved and things. Yes. Wasn't it? And yeah. And that's a transition. Yeah. It said on sure. their podcast, like that he just had to let go that every lyric has to be delivered with passion. And the producer told him to just sing the lyric and the lyric will speak for itself. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree too. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was an interesting, you know, listening to that, that, that season, even though I was, I'm still hurt that, they were going to do transcendental youth and then they didn't. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, it was cool to get that insight of, you know, as you know, the record was coming out, getting, you know, getting that insight into writing it um, was pretty cool. But I think a lot of mountain goats fans would agree that like the thing that drew us in sometimes is when he does shout and when he does peak the microphone. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, you know, yeah. That's, that's sometimes what we're there for. And, you know, maybe we should all just grow the fuck up, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you know. Uh, but I, it's interesting though because the the new one coming out. Yeah, know, it sounds like got, it could be an angry one. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's produced by uh, Alicia Bagnana from Bully. So it's going to have that punk edge. Um, very excited for it. It's it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be like a definitely like a breath of fresh air um, after like the you know, the last two. Um, and it, I'm I'm so excited for it. Um, I did have a couple other a uh, couple other songs that yeah I, go on uh, counter, counterfeit Florida plates we touched on before yeah that's fine uh, <laughs> yes yeah it's fine similar to you know Genesis three twenty three just yeah yeah it's uh, just in a in a heavy album it just feels a little lightweight yeah exactly yeah very perfect perfectly said yeah just like oh this is you know and sometimes you need that that break I guess um, but yeah it could have been yeah I don't know doesn't doesn't quite fit and um, Unicorn tolerance. Oh man, I hate unicorn tolerance so much, and now I quite like it. Yeah, I, I've I've gone back and forth on it. Um, it was definitely the song that took me the longest to come around to, and I got to a point where I, like, and I, I love it like thematically, and I love the lyrics. Um, you know, hearing you know John talk about it, I forget if, if it was the podcast or what it was. Um, but yeah, I, I love it thematically. I think it fits perfectly in with, with the album. But I think for me, it's just like the repetitiveness, the repetitiveness of the chorus kind of yeah. kind of grates on me a little bit. And it's hard for me to get to get past that when I'm listening to it. But it's not desperately interesting musically either. It's just that din, 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 yeah. beat all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I could just yeah, see that, we could just see that meme or the gif of the 
cat with the rainbow behind it for some reason. That mute thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's all that's all that's, I had for yeah for least favorite. I think well, I did my but yeah, it's again the, the thing with the least favorite is it's still like better than most things. <laughs> so, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And um what was I about to say? It's better than most things. Never mind, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh so how many times have you seen them live? All right. So I was uh thinking back yesterday. I believe I've seen them live five times. Um five times, five times. Yeah, five times, first five times. Five times, five times. Uh <laughs> five, that's right. Sorry, we've yeah. got a yeah. We're gonna yeah. <laughs> Some of the audience who don't know wrestling were just like, why have they just started saying five times? Five times, five times. Booker <laughs> T. Um, the, uh, the first time uh, being on that that tour after uh, Transcendental Youth came out, which I think is still, you know, the first time is always going to be special. So I, I, it's still at the top of my list of my, my favorite um, instance, times of seeing them live. Um, that tour was really cool because they, um, this again, this is before Matt joined the band. Um, but they did tour with the with the horn section, so they could do you know they did ah, nice. you know, cry for Judas and you know a, a lot of the the songs featuring the horns off of that record, yeah, um, which was great. And then for the encore when they did this year, they brought the horn section out for that, which is beautiful. It really added a lot to it. Um, they also covered um, "Civilian" by Y Oak, uh, Baltimore uh, Baltimore band. Okay. There is this is this in Baltimore where you go to watch bands? I take it, yeah. Uh, so the at the time I was actually living in a small town in Virginia. So, like oh. briefly, like grew up in Maryland, had to move to a small town Virginia. Like middle of high school, was there, like kind of stuck there for like ten years, and then right. made my made my way back to Baltimore, um, which is why Baltimore song is 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 so special for me, even though it's a extra extra lens song. Um, but anyway, and raining in Baltimore by the Counting Crows, of course. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so at the time i was still in virginia so the first time i saw them was in richmond uh which uh-huh. is richmond's a cool a cool city i love richmond yeah. uh, it was like it's like an hour and a half from where i was i was like in the middle of nowhere um Jeez. but uh yeah so that that was that was the first time i saw them and then since then i've seen them in dc once and then the other three times were uh, in baltimore um i've also seen that so so i think three of those occasions I was alone and they're the only band I've ever seen by myself. Like, um, just out of like, I like uh, my friends and, you know, even like me and my partner, like, like we have a lot in common musically. Uh, but the, just, I, I try to get them into the mountain goats and they like, they they like them and you know, they, if it doesn't click, it doesn't, it doesn't click. Yeah. It's some, you know, and for some it's people, cool. isn't it cool where they just one song will get them or one line, and then the next time you see them, they're like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" Actually, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm still, I'm still <laughs> looking for that moment, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, so I have seen them alone a few times, and you know, it's a different experience, and 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 I don't mind it in seeing them live because you know the the music yeah. is so personal. You want to talk anyway, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So it so I was I. I great experiences one time i was like this is pre-covid and i need to state this up front one time i was like very feeling very like under the weather looking back it was probably irresponsible to me to to go but again pre-covid just like you know whatever but i I remember just like it was like i had to like gut through um you know getting through like the uh the opener and just like standing there and i was like 
I was so like tired and just down. But like, as soon as they came out, I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, they're amazing live, obviously. Um, John is such a great performer and he has a way of like, when he's like, when he's like making eye contact with the crowd, he will make you feel like he's making eye contact with you. Like personally, like when he's looking at your section, like you just look at him and he's just like, um, yeah. I had a couple, couple moments of just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like it, it just, it's, it's so he's such a dynamic performer. And I love when he like, you know, he's like really into it and he does that little dance that he does like, <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, just, just so, so much fun. And it's been, really cool like you know coming on board when i did in 2012 to see how they the live show has has adapted as you know they've brought in matt and oh he's become such a big part as well isn't he do you think absolutely yeah yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it, it, he's he's added so much um you know on the, on the on the keyboard as well as well as the horns and everything like um he he's really like i i i you know, seeing them before and then after since he's joined, like he's yeah, he's he's been so so invaluable to the band in so many ways. Um yeah, just you know, amazing live band, always, you know, always gave me played wild age, I'll I'll cry like a baby, uh like I did <laughs> in twenty seventeen. Um and uh yeah, so just just good stuff. I'm hopeful to they're coming to Baltimore next month and I think I'm gonna go. I had tickets we'll to Manchester and Amsterdam this time, but I'm not. Oh, sure. nice! I'm not sure I'm going to make it to Amsterdam. Yeah, that's the thing. Like now, like everything is so so up in the air. Like it could, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's my my partner's pregnant. So. Oh wow! Congrats. Yeah, so it's, it's she's going to be too far along for us to to fly. I didn't realize that would be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one time I went with with my partner, God bless her. She uh she was she was pregnant. Um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. This was November. Was it November? Uh, I, I don't know. And she wasn't terrible. She wasn't super far, far along. I think it might have been like three months. But uh, yeah, she she still she still went with me. Um, so that's that's funny that you said that. Uh, congrats, by the way. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, thank you. Will this be your well, Will this yeah. be your your first? Yeah, it's the first. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Best thing that ever happened to me, man. I, I know yeah. everybody says that. So such you, you did it. So you did it three more times. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I. Had, three uh my partner had three from a previous marriage but uh oh, cool. okay. yeah so yeah i mean we're all you know I, I consider all i love them all obviously the same i consider them all um you know uh you know my my, my kids but uh yeah it's uh it's it'll change your life but it'll, it'll be the best thing that ever happened to you most boring cliche thing anybody could say i'm sure you've heard it a bunch of times but <laughs> it's it's the truth ah, cheers man yeah <laughs> yeah thank you so there you go Good chat. Yeah. We've uh, we've broken the record. Obviously, my twenty six minutes a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. We're putting up some new scores. So with Polly, right. uh, I'll probably let you go there. But I'll tell you what. Give us. Um, I'll keep in touch. And after you've been yeah. at the show, just you know, I'll give you a call and we'll talk about how the show was. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Anytime. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, I'm always. Uh, you know, I do uh, a little. Yeah, I, I record with my buddy who does a wrestling podcast sometimes, just like a oh, little cool. little low key thing. So, <laughs> uh yeah, if you want to if you are into wrestling, uh check out the uh 
if you're if you're a wrestling fan, please uh, check out the uh, Retro Mania podcast. Uh, it's uh, Retro Mania with a W in front, not like uh, R, like the uh, recent video game that came out. Uh, the podcast predates that, but um, yeah, so it's 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 headed up by my uh, my good friend Kobe. Uh, he does. Um, just uh, you know, different different uh, themes. Like he does a you know on on this day kind of wrestling history thing, um, cool. and then you know we'll he'll do like current events too. I recently jumped on talking about just like everything that's going on with the uh, changes in WWE. So yeah, if you're into wrestling, check out Retromania. It's on uh, Spotify, all the, all the apps. Awesome. Oh, cheers, for that, Jimmy. Yeah, it's been a good chat. Thanks, man. Yep. So yep, yeah, I'll speak you. in a, I'll speak in a few weeks. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. All right, brother. All right. Thanks Take for care. that, mate. Take yep. care. Bye. See you.